You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on? It's Mike, and this is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That's right. The Cardinals are in spring training. The first game against the Mets is Saturday, 12.05 p.m. Central Time. And, uh, well, there's a lot of questions that have to be answered. A lot of questions. And, you know, you thought we were done with the Astros sign-stealing mess. Unfortunately, that is not the case at all. A lot of players weighing in. Lots of players. And uh, not just your run-of-the-mill regular kind of guys either. Some of the big names, Mike Trout. Weighing in, I think we all saw where Cody Bellinger weighed in as well, basically claiming the Astros stole the World Series from the Dodgers. Now, if that's the case, I don't think it's something we'll ever actually know about, but you never know, right? You can uh, follow the show on Twitter, Locked on SGL. You can call the show, 615-499-6690. As uh, we are barreling full force into the 2020 season. And I, I got to tell you, it's, it's gonna, it looks like it's going to be a really, really fun season. Um, but as we have also discovered, it would appear that no outside upgrades are coming. Those of you holding out hope for Nolan Arenado, likely not on the way. Could it happen? Sure. But until it does, we have to assume that it's not going to happen. Um, people wanting Francisco Lindor, that is most certainly not going to happen. So the improvements are going to be internal. The improvements are going to be, uh, well, we're, we're basically hoping on a resurrection of some careers and the birth of others. So right now, let's uh, listen to Mike Schilt and Mo as they uh, talk about uh, what to expect from the 2020 season. This is courtesy of MLB.com. We won our offseason with our guys individually, collectively. Um, you know, our, we have a really dedicated group that is hungry to do well individually, and they want us to do well collectively. But guys came in in good shape, met all the benchmarks that were set for them, and the organization exceeded them. And, um, and that's not only in a baseball setting, but also just physically. Carlos is in a pretty much regular situation. You know, he's, he's on track. He, he definitely is one of the guys that for, you know, won, won our offseason. He, he really did wonderful things and came in. He's in really good shape, feels healthy, strong. Um, his throwing program has been seamless. So really, he's on a, he's on a starter schedule. Um, and, you know, Miles obviously had a little bit of a setback. And really not necessarily a setback as, as so much as um, he was dealing with something in a flexor tendon. And um, it's we just did the imaging yesterday. It's it's no worse, but it's no better either. So we're going to create, you know, look at different strategies to figure out how we can eliminate it. But um, So he's going to be on a little bit slower progression than the rest of the guys. You know, first off, he's, he's someone that's very disciplined, very organized. He prepared our team extremely well. When you look at the narrative that we were dealing with prior to him taking over, you heard a lot of things about poor defense, poor base running. He obviously was very strategic in changing that, and he was able to accomplish that. But I think 
The other thing you got to realize that you have in someone like Mike Schilt is he loves the game of baseball, loves to be around it, and wants to be at the ballpark. And that's something that I think makes him a special guy, and I think his leadership really was something that the players appreciated. All right, so there you go. And, of course, Mo singing the praises of Mike Schilt, as he absolutely should. Uh, and then you heard Mike Schilt talking a little bit about Carlos Martinez and how he's on a starter schedule, and hopefully we're going to see Martinez get back to the way that he was. Was I the world's biggest hater on Carlos Martinez? Absolutely. Am I still? Here's my take on Carlos Martinez as of now. It's a new season. I prefer him in the bullpen, but if he's going to get a chance as a starter, then he's going to have every chance to do it. It would appear that he's starting to mature a little bit. It would appear that he actually put in the work that he needed to put in to get ready for the 2020 season. So we are uh, absolutely going to give him a chance here on Locked On Cardinals. You know, if you've got a 2017 version of Carlos Martinez with Jack Flaherty, with Dakota Hudson, with Adam Wainwright, with KK possibly, with Miles Michaelis when he gets healthy, is that a good uh, rotation? I'd, I'd put that rotation up against any rotation in the league. Absolutely. Even the Yankees with Garrett Cole, even the Nationals with Strasburg and Scherzer, even the, uh, well, beleaguered Astros. I would put them, uh, I'd put up against them as well. But it's not just the rotation. It's not just Carlos Martinez is going to have to come through. Paul Goldschmidt didn't have an awful year in his first season with the Cardinals. He still put up 34 home runs, 97 RBI. Uh, the batting average, a little bit low, though. And he did, as we talked about yesterday, give up a little bit of his uh, signature line drives to try to sell for a power stroke. And so we want to see him bounce back a little bit. We want to see that average climb a little bit more, a little bit more consistency offensively from Goldschmidt. He uh, basically turned that infield around as well. He's not the only one, though. If the Cardinals are all in on Matt Carpenter, then Carpenter, who if you've been following the Cardinals on Instagram, uh, Twitter, anything like that, especially Carp himself, you can see that he's retooling his swing a little bit trying to get back to the way that it was instead of trying to do what all these other guys do who get shifted on and swing for a lot of power. Goldschmidt, Carpenter, both have to come through, but it's not just them. Ozuna has gone. That's right. We all know that. And now in his place, we're going to have a, a combination, most likely, of Tyler O'Neill, Lane Thomas, um. Dylan Carlson, that's who I really want to take, who I want to take, who I want to take that slot. Now, most likely it's going to be Tyler O'Neill. We need to see the kids prove that the front office's faith in them is warranted. That by not going out and getting a Nolan Arenado, by not going out and getting Mookie Betts, by not going out and signing, you know, one of the big uh, outfielders, big being a relative term, but you know what I mean, not seeking outside help. It's time for them to show that that is a warranted move. 
So this spring, be watching Lane Thomas, be watching Tyler O'Neill, most certainly be watching Dylan Carlson. He will be on the Major League squad this year. And if he hits anything like he has with the minors, he's going to be one of the main factors on this team. Absolutely going to be one of the main factors on this team. All right. So talking about the Cardinals, we're talk- we talked about the pitching just a little bit ago. And it's time for today's Fantasy Minute brought to you by League Commission. And we're talking about Jack Flaherty. Now, listen, the first half of 2019 rebounded with a second half for the ages. We're talking video game numbers. In the 15 starts following the All-Star break, 99.1 innings, 48 hits allowed, a .91 ERA, a .715 whip, and 124 strikeouts, a ace in the making. Now, I'm not going to call it a small sample size, but we need to ask, who exactly is Flaherty? Is he the first half of 2019, or is he the second half of 2019? Now, the second half happened when Flaherty improved his control, began throwing more first-pitch strikes, and dramatically lowered his home run to fly ball rate. Now, if those things carry over into this season a reprise of his 2018 ratios with 2019's healthy strikeout total is a very, very reasonable expectation. That's your uh, Fantasy Minute brought to you by League Commish. By the way, what are you doing for the game? It's a universal question. Whether the casual follower, the tweets everything, the beginner, the diehard, the stat nerd, the smack talker, the appetizer guy, the couldn't care less, or the makes everything into a competition person, we all have our place in the sports world. The same personalities applied to fantasy sports, and Lee Kamish exists to ensure that your fantasy sports experience is the best one for you. We match managers to leagues as we lay the foundation for your new league. It's as easy as sign up with your preferences, get matched, and approve of that match before any commitment on your end. Sign up with League Commish by February 29th and receive 15% off by entering in the code LOCKEDON in the referred by section of the sign-up form. The first 25 people to sign up using our code receive their first match free. What are you doing for the game? Find your next fantasy sports league at leaguecommish.com. It's Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name's Mike. You can find us on Twitter at Locked On STL. Call the show, 615-499-6690. Love to hear your take on all things Cardinals, but hey, it's not the only thing happening in the baseball world right now, is it? Rob Manfred. Talking about the World Series trophy, the Commissioner's Trophy, as a hunk of metal. Could there be any worse? Like, like when it comes to being a commissioner of a major sport, everyone likes to route, rag on Roger Goodell. Did Manfred call up Goodell and go, hey, man, I'll take some of the heat off your back? He says he's not going to put up with any throwing at Astros players. Now, if he said he's not going to put up with any throwing at the, you know, any headhunting, literally headhunting, then sure, I'd be right there with him. The players have to be punished. And either you let the players police themselves, as they know how, or the commissioner needs to. 
You see Correa acting arrogant like he has. Bregman acting arrogant like he has. We talked about this stuff yesterday. You know, you see Verlander not want to talk about it. You see Jeff Loonhow. Looney Loonhow not even acting like it's a big deal. Sign stealing in and of itself has always been a part of the game. That is true. It is not a big deal. Sign stealing using technology, cheating in that regard has always been a big deal and will always continue to be a big deal. At this point, the way things are going, just to save face, the commissioner, I believe, is going to have no choice but to put suspensions out for some of the players. I know they offered immunity for talking. I don't know how they're going to get around that. They're going to have to go to the players' union. In fact, if I'm guys like Mike Trout, who's spoken up about this, Cody Bellinger, Tommy Pham, all these guys who've spoken up about this, I would file a grievance. I'd file a grievance with the players' union to make sure something happened to these players who were literally getting away with cheating. They didn't let Mark McGuire walk. They didn't let Barry Bonds walk. Jose Canseco. My goodness, they didn't let Pete Rose walk. But you're going to let these guys on this Astros team walk? You're just going to punish the front office and the managers? And then by fallout, Alex Corr and Carlos Beltran too? Come on. You have got to be better than that, Manfred. Absolutely. What do you think? 615-499-6690. This has been Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. And as we wrap up another episode, we will be back tomorrow on Wednesday, as you well know. Until then, rate, review, and subscribe on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you listen to your favorite shows.